how's everybody doing? Well, no one's watching yet. So we'll assume you're all doing okay. Uh, fuck me, busy day, busy night, busy week. Got a lot of shit to talk about tonight based on request. I'm hoping that the, uh, the gentleman that asked the questions on Twitter over the last few days is uh, gets a chance to watch this, to hear what it's all about. We're going to talk about uh, all kinds of stuff. I can't even keep pace with the speed that news moves at right now. It's just too much, and I'm sure everybody feels the same way. A lot of uh, discussions on lifting of restrictions, a lot of uh, bullshit about Ottawa. Let's see who's in the house. Oh, there we go. Todd, there we go. Good to see you. You're first up, buddy. Um, a lot of discussions about Ottawa, as I said. A lot of uh, interesting things about Coots, Alberta, that are coming out now, which will be very interesting to see how it plays out in the courts. And um, the questions I was getting revolved around military involvement, should should it happen, as I said earlier, um, to come in. And we're going we're gonna to kind of war game that and what we think that looks like. Hello, Danielle. Oh, man, everybody's jumping in tonight. They want to hear my opinion. I got actual military guys on here, so they can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so before I bring in uh, the Olive Drab hooligans, yeah, I'm twiddling my hair because I need a fucking haircut. That's happening tomorrow. Let's uh, give a shout-out to the sponsors. First and foremost, welcome, everybody, to Fire for Effect Live this 16th day of February in 2022. Crazy times are coming ahead in uh, about a week or so. COVID's over, apparently, if you ask any given provincial government or the federal government. So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Fire for Effect Live and Fire for Effect are brought to you by DeanBlundell.com. Go to DeanBlundell.com for Canada's largest source of digital sports news uh, podcasts and all kinds of other interesting shit. Also brought to you by Positive Mike's Brewing Company. Positive Mike's, you can get the gear, but right now only me and a few select other guys can get the beer. It's very good beer. I cook with it all the time. Check out Positive Mike's Brewing Company. Awesome gear. Awesome beer. Mr. Hooper Inc., part of my uh, part of the Olive Drab Hooligan crew. Mr. Hooper Inc., Bryce is uh, actively involved in cannabis culture. Go to Mr. Hooper Inc., check him out on social media. Um, he, he, he's your resident expert on cannabis and how to properly use it and how it can improve your life as an alternative source to conventional medicines that rot your fucking liver out and other things like that. Check him out. My man, Mr. Jeff None at Lakeside Farmstead. Jeff and his family locally owned and operated in uh, the Edmonton area. That's your source for local Wagyu X beef and uh, a bunch of kick-ass dairy products. So we've covered that shit. Let's bring in the boys. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Bryce Hooper, Mr. Morgan Warren. What's going on, gents? How is everybody? Actually, I have like more than fucking two viewers, man. It's a Christmas miracle. Positive Mike's there. Yeah. Yes, Mike, I drink the beer as well. Don't you worry. In fact, Dave tried the uh, Shake Your... What was it? Shake your money maker. Shake your nutty muddy. Nutty, nutty maker. Your nutty maker. <laughs> yes, joining us later to my left is an alcoholic, dyslexic little person, Mr. James P. White from 957 Cruise FM. 
also from the Jedi Jimmy podcast, also from the James P. We'll come to that later. You guys are famous for shoveling paper. You know how fucking shitty this sounds on audio? Shoveling paper? Shuffling paper. Well, Morgan's got shit paper in there, right? So I get that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm rocking 10 ply, so it's like super quiet. You're rocking really like 10 that. ply. Yeah. <laughs> the blue rocketeer is rocking the 10 ply, man. Yeah. So it's super, um, super, super soft. <laughs> let's, let's dive in. So I did find some time today to capture a couple things. I'm not big on putting up fucking screenshots, but I do have a couple three today. And the funniest one is, so the Royal Canadian Mounted Police made some several arrests today in the Coots, Alberta area um, and charged some fucking hillbillies with, uh, what was it? I believe it was um, conspiracy to commit murder. And then you, you saw this photo the other day with this, all these seized uh, weapons, body armors, a machete, a bunch of 5.56 mags, some, some radios and everything. But yeah. what, so that's one thing. But what really grabbed my attention today, um, it's a tragic day because once again, stereotypes rule. And uh, my favorite beer on earth, as you, for those of you that don't know, Pilsner. <laughs> Cheers. It's being attacked in the left wing media, or which <laughs> the media. This is fucking hilarious. I'm going to walk you through this. And I'll read it for our listeners. Okay. So this is an excerpt from a, a lady that was in the trailer park. I know, shocking. Uh, okay. Quote, the full tacti tactical is at my home, and they are telling us to leave the home and that they are entering. My God, please help us, she wrote Monday morning, 1221 a.m. She later wrote that she needed a lawyer. There is SWAT and tactical surrounding my yard. She wrote three minutes later. This is the best part. Okay. If you're fucking sick of stereotypes and you're an Albertan, you're just like putting your head in your hand going, fuck me, really? Here's what it says. One of the campers in the yard bore the slogan, let's go, Brandon. I'm not hip enough to know what that means, but it's an anti-political slam at U.S. President it's Joe Biden. Joe Biden, yeah. yeah. And here is the creme de la creme. Outside, there was a case of Pilsner beer. She had to name it. <laughs> a barbecue, along with coolers, gas cans, and propane tanks. Now, well, what else is supposed to be outside? Scream, listen, if ding, that ding, ding, scream, ding, ding, ding. right? <laughs> Fuck, man. If that isn't screaming Southern Alberta words. domestic terrorism, I, I just don't know what does. <laughs> so, sounds like... Um, they're charging these guys. I don't know how much merit there is to it, but I had a look at the, you know, as a guy that I think, think that I'm qualified to actually, I look at weapons. I would say there might've been a couple of legal weapons in there that, but would still fall in as grandfathered. It's like, nah, I, everything looked legally owned, but it's, I can't tell from that photo. Chris, can I weigh in on that one? Absolutely. I'm, Cause I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. Guns and ammo are kind of one of my things. Uh, yeah, so like in, in that picture, the, realistically, there were, well, there was three pistols. So, I mean, pistols are uh, restricted in Canada. So those things are either, A, they're registered, which means 
there's that that serial number is attached to somebody's license number, essentially attached to their name. That's right. And, there was some and, hunting rifles and some and, and some uh, there was, firearms. There was one. Uh, there was one AR-15, which currently, uh, because of the OIC in uh, what was it, twenty uh, May first, twenty twenty, that thing is is technically prohibited and supposed to be part of a buyback program, which hasn't happened yet. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. So realistically, you're you're looking at uh, four uh, rifles that were, we'll say, uh, restricted or prohibited uh, that would have had uh, somebody's name attached to them. Everything else that was on that table was non-restricted. There were a lot of WK-180Cs, uh, WCMCRs, uh, 30-30 shotguns, things like that. So all non-restricted. Yeah, and, that's uh, pretty much what I any- saw. That anybody could have purchased. Now the mag, obviously, we don't, we didn't have an up close of any of the magazines, whether they were, uh, you know, uh, more than the uh, the the legal five round limit. Yeah, for, if they were uh, deep pinned or not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Th- things, here, here, things like here's that. The right? Here's the question. Here's the question. Same thing with uh, one more thing though, and and the body armor as well. Uh, in uh, in Alberta, if you have a a pal or an R pal, you are legally allowed to buy body armor. So, uh, yeah. And and to yeah. think, so you're in a, in a place like Coots, Alberta. We're, we're we're just making fun of them for being rednecks. And then you're thinking like every single redneck is not going to have you know a semi-automatic two two three five five six five five six for shooting coyotes. Uh, I'm I'm just saying, right? Like, so if you, if you're expecting pilsner beer and barbecues and pickup trucks and let's go Brandon signs, well, you're probably going to expect you know licensed gun owners and semi-automatic rifles. Like it just it's 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 par for the course. Now, well, yeah, what I want to know, absolutely. and it's, it's yet to be confirmed because you guys read way more news than I do. Um, were those guns seized at the border? Because the last video I saw on they, Dean Blundell's show yesterday, the cops were all hung at everybody and they were singing fucking Oh Canada. They were, <laughs> no, the, the, uh, that, the, were they part of a seizure after the fact? They were, well, I don't know, like after the fact, with regards to like timelines, like had the blockade dissipated or not. I'm not 100% sure. I think the the, uh, uh, the highway was still blocked off, but those uh, uh, those firearms were seized at a home in Coots. They were not seized from trucks or from people that were at the blockade. And, that, and, uh, and that's what yeah. my understanding is, but I don't like spreading out shit I don't and, know about. And, for, and for the record, there was yeah. another article. I, I can't remember thing. off the top of my head, but they actually interviewed the mayor of Coots, and the mayor of Coots outright said that uh, the people that had these uh, firearms had nothing to do with the uh, uh, the protest, so huh. d- d- so they're just, just staging. Just, just just a point to note, and that was from the yeah. mayor of Coots uh, on the the. the no, this is so. more 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 fucking spin doctoring to um, label, but it always yeah. it always to me. So I, I that's anyway. I don't want to. That's not what the fucking show is about tonight. Mm-hmm. However, I just thought that the ad was funny that that lady. Had to identify Pilsner as the beer of choice. And uh, my heart goes out to Molson Breweries, who now produces Pilsner, my favorite beer. And now we're all fucking horrible, sh- shitty-ass people for drinking. <laughs> Thank you, James. So, I there's 58 things I wanted to get into tonight. Because we only do this once a week, and media is moving so quickly, we don't have that opportunity. However, I wanted to talk about that fucking Yahoo that did his post we're gonna park that guy because i was getting uh not lit up so to speak because i'm not that popular but getting a lot of questions about the emergencies act and um what the military involvement might look like 
And as military guys, we're going to offer merely an opinion. We're not – Warren, Morgan, you're the only fucking current serving guy for now. Okay. Um, for now. <laughs> and, and I can speculate what I think, but I, I cannot predict, predict what Ford – for Candiv, JTF, whatever is is doing as a con op, I'm sure they are, and we'll explain these acronyms to the listeners in a bit. But before we dive into that, um, let's just go over. And I don't know a lot. I'm not going to fucking lie to you, man. I don't know a lot about the. Uh, make sure I get the right image here. The Emergency Services Act. Hey, 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 Chris. For for the record, no, nobody is really an expert on this act. Due to the fact that it has actually never been implemented, so I mean, yeah, I'm, but it, from, it from means pretty straightforward. So again, I hate I hate reading, but I'm going to read anyway for because okay. we have people that'll listen to this later. The Emergencies Act, which became law in '88, and I'll actually I'll I'll, sum, I'll skim this, is a federal law that can be used by the federal government in the events of a national emergency. Now, so for those of you listening or watching right now. This replaced the War Measures Act, which hadn't been used since the FLQ crisis in the yeah. 70s. And then prior to that was fucking World War II and World War One. That act made sense. War Measures Act is a pretty self-explanatory act. I don't think it's uh, you need to be a rocket scientist to figure it out. Basically, to, to carry on here, the act contains specific definitions of a national emergency that make it clear how serious the situation needs to be before the act can be relied upon. I'm going to stop reading because a lot of blah, blah, blah. People can Google this shit themselves. I'm not insulting anybody's intelligence. There are four conditions under this, and the one in, in question here is a uh, the second one, which is a public order emergency. So let's, uh, let's start with opinions. <laughs> Do you think – I'll go last – because I always go last. I'll let you fucking nutcases go first. Do you think that, and this is a loaded question, is it a public emergency? Because I do. However, it's how it got to be that that, I, that I'm going to fucking shit on. So, Bryce, what, do you, what what are your thoughts on this? Because... Yeah, I mean, um, I've I've looked into a little bit of it. I I don't really like to stay on mainstream media too much because it's either bought by one side of the bird or the other. Um, and from that, it's exactly like Positive Mike is bringing up the fact that it was brought in by um, another party, and then uh, it hasn't really been explored. Uh, I I. I honestly, I've heard from a couple sources, um, both mainstream media and YouTube and, and that kind of jazz, that there's also extremist groups that are starting to emerge, um, both in Coots and in the Ottawa area. And that's where there was affiliation um, between those members in Coots as well as um, the member who was found with the cachet of weapons. Um, there, there, it was also all over all the news is the news sources where uh, they actually have uh, specific badges that they're wearing now. It almost looks like it's uh, like a scuba diving logo, uh, black on white, and the the white lo or the white stripe kind of goes down at an angle with a black background, and they're kind of identifying themselves as yeah, I know as they're, the extreme they're, amongst. They're creating the narrative that it was necessary. Um, 
Yeah. No For, more, so that way he can push it through. I, I understand the extra powers, and we're going to get into that in a bit, that it gives the government to 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 resolve the the fucking issue um my concern is you know and i know that the ottawa chief of police stepped down was yesterday yeah, yeah. um they 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 fucking let it go and, and and good god everybody fucking get a notepad and, and and write this down because people are shitting on trudeau and i love shitting on trudeau it, it's like my favorite pastime for not responding. However, in his defense, and I've fucked, well, I just said it. He, he has to let the civil authorities in, in, in the area work the issue. Now, where the line becomes blurred is where they asked for federal response. However, what they asked for was the military. And the military is the last option. We're going to jump into that in a yeah. bit. And guys, I'll, I'll try to get to the comments. I'm, I'm trying to do a lot of shit here at one time. Yeah. Okay, so it's easy to point the finger at Trudeau because we hate him. But if you think rationally, like in a command position, you got to let the fucking thing play out a little bit and see what the local authorities are going to do. And in my opinion, and in my opinion only, I'm not there, is that they fucking failed. They failed to respond. How did they fail to respond? Two weeks ago, I was on Dean's show. and They're asking me about this. And I said, rule one, which we'll, we'll, we'll get into how I would the handle it piece, is cut off supply chain. Fucking five days later, there's guys sitting in a hot tub in a bouncy castle. Like, give, fuck, the Calgary Stampede's the greatest sh outdoor show on earth. Not any fucking more, it isn't. This shit yeah. show in Ottawa is. So they yeah. shit the bed, and now the government, the federal government, has to, to knee-jerk react to failed fucking leadership in the province of Ontario, failed use of resources, failed execution of resources available, like it's yep. systemic failure all the way down the line. And Absolutely. yeah, I, I can yeah. shit on Trudeau all fucking day. Um, and, and, yeah. and the world stage can say he's late. And I'm sorry I'm cutting you off, bro, but I honestly think, yes, the Emergency Service, Emergencies Act is, is, a, is the way to go with this. <laughs> I don't know where it's at with with the House of Commons or the Senate, and I really think he, here's the thing: here's what you will be judged on later, uh, federal government of Canada. Do you fuck this up too? You got the power. If you want to cut off the GoFundMe and Buddy can't go to Money Mart tomorrow to borrow money, whatever. What are you gonna do, Morgan? What do you think about all this? So shit? I mean, like you said, you're saying that well. I'm, you're going to begrudgingly kind of uh, defend uh, Trudeau. And I understand where you're coming from, right? But if we want to get right down to brass tacks and like, like I said, why were those guys there? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we've got a guy running our country. That's, you know, uh, like a guy, a guy like Bill Maher, who is a self-proclaimed liberal, like JFK classic liberal, who still says he's a Democrat on his show last Friday, repeated what Trudeau said during the election cycle. And he said, if you're saying things like that, like, you, you kind of sound like Hitler. Like, these people take up space. Should we tolerate these people? So, to go right back, like, why the fuck are those truckers there? I'm like, man, like, th this guy's pretty divisive. And I, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, the guy in charge, that, that's whose fault it is, unfortunately. Right? Whether, you know, you're a Section 2 IC or you're a, 
you know, whether you're some master corporal section commander or you're, the, you know, the president of the United States, if you're in charge and shit goes sideways, guess what? You know, principles of leadership, it's, it's your fault. So now go back to the Emergency Measures Act. I don't think that it is justified. Uh, I think it will probably pass the House simply because, um, I mean, well, Trudeau's got the, uh, the NDP in his back pocket. That being said, yeah. I don't know if it's going to pass the Senate. The Senate is like just, I'll say, a, a thin majority of conservatives. And I mean, you got to realize, too, even in the House, there's going to be some liberal uh, members of parliament that are going to probably vote against it. So he's got seven days from Monday to pass this through the House to say, okay, well, you know, we need these, these emergency measures. Like you said, a public, a public emergency. So a public emergency is going to say, okay, like the, the police forces are not able to do their jobs. Like, it's impossible. They can't do their jobs. It's not working. Well, I would argue, look at what just happened in Coots. The police, the, the blockades are gone, and the police, they seized a whole shitload of weapons, and they arrested people. So that right there is proof that the police are doing their job. Well, they also hugged everybody, too. I saw the video. They say yeah, they, they, and, and, and you know what, though? At the same time, I, I think the RCMP were smart to do it. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Like, wear black masks and go around and punch people? Like, No, uh, fuck. I mean, that's, a, that's an underground field decision by, by whoever's in charge. Yeah, and I, 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 I think it was smart to do so. I don't question field decisions. Yeah. So, so it and, and, life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, uh, you know, you could blame the mayor. The, the mayor of Ottawa had talked to the... Uh, the leader of the the, the convoy in uh, in Ottawa, and they had already kind of come up with a plan to remove the big rigs from re any residential areas or things like that. Once again, I, I haven't been on the ground in Ottawa. I don't know, so I'm just kind of you know reading headlines like everybody else. So he'd kind of they they kind of made some backdoor deals to try to you know uh, you know to, to mitigate a few things, right? But uh, I mean the. The, uh, the official opposition, who I'm, I'm not a big fan of those people right now because they've sat on their hands for two years as well doing nothing. Uh, yeah. they, they've, they, they said to Trudeau, they're like, you know, let's, let's, uh, uh, let's talk about this. I mean, think about it. The day before he enacts the Emergency Measures Act, the conservatives, along with the Bloc Québécois, the fucking Bloc Québécois of all people, and a few liberals said, hey, we want, to we want your government not to drop all all COVID measures. We want you to come up with a plan so people have a timeline for a way forward. And it was shot down 80, uh, 185 to like 151. And then, wow. and then the next, the next day he's like emergency measures. I'm like, like if you had a, sat down with the official opposition and came up with a plan, I, I guarantee you most people would have been okay. okay there's a plan. Just like, you know, just like Bo Bandy did. I'm absolutely aligned with you on that in the fact that, and yeah, fuck, we're, off, we're going off script kind of, maybe, not really. At the end of the day, my biggest fear is knee-jerk reaction, Emergency Services Act, which enables a broader range of power, including saying, tow truck guy, you will do this. This area is designated as, as, as you know, this and this and this. It's, it's, it's a broader range of powers, which benefits the solution i'll provide later yeah. but at the end of the day my biggest fear is there's no fucking plan yeah. there's never no, there's, there's not plan. and it, it's it's much like there's like never I said, been a plan there's never been a fucking plan. that seems no. to be the liberal way though that, that seems just, to be like, they're just again, winging it just wing it like like i said if we look at the oic though the the uh, like the, the weapons ban from may of 01 i mean think about it that amnesty is coming up here in a couple of months and there's literally been no plan so they, they'll they'll spout things off and they'll say emergency measures. 
okay, but there's not a script for this shit. Like, you actually still have to develop a plan. So, yeah. and think about it. I'll, I'll go back. Like, those truckers and those people that are in Ottawa and that are in Coots, essentially, they are there. They are pissed off. They're not anti-vax. They're anti-mandate. They're pissed off at the amount of government overreach about the government power grab. So what does Trudeau do? He's like, I'm going to give myself more power. And you think people are going to, like, people are going to respond well to this? Like, are you out of your fucking this, mind? Some, somebody in that group of people voted him federally in, though. I mean, the man was elected, re-elected somehow, and he even he, told people, you shouldn't be voting for me. Look at my track record of the last four years. I don't think he's... Did he actually say nothing? I don't think he said not to vote for him. He's too much of an egomaniac to say that, but... Uh, Any, context, anyway, in context of in what, co- yeah. what was what was being displayed for how many yeah. years on top of the corruption on SNC, okay, 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 on top okay, of everything okay. else, right? We could beat this to death for the next eighty fucking hours. It's not a seven-hour yeah. show. Stay on target. At the end of the day, it's in. Yeah. What? Well, it's not in yet. No, he's got seven days. Exactly. Actually, t- actually, technically, Chris, it's in for the first seven. Like, he's, he yeah. invoked it, so he's got seven days. And if after seven days it doesn't pass the House and the Senate, then it's he can get shot coming. down. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it passes, which I think it will, I I think it will. I don't know. I, that, that's I literally. Don't, I, don't, I I don't think it's going to pass the Senate. I honestly don't. Especially now, like seven days later, if the the crowds have dissipated, Coots is gone, the Manitoba border is gone. Like I really don't think it's justified. But so are crowds dissipating in Ottawa? Because it's it's only Thursday, man. It's fucking wing night down at the. Uh, if you go down to McLaren, there's a. Or if you go down to uh, Elgin Street, there's a place called Wing Night. And, you know they probably got bands lined up because their fucking supply chain is uninterrupted. Yeah. So, yeah. how is it over? Because there's a bunch of guys dug in that aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Now whether that's twenty guys or fucking two thousand guys, what? That's what still twenty happen? trucks downtown I, I Ottawa. Yeah. I'm just putting up random comments. I can't even read. That's one of those where it's got to be, something's got to happen, but the provincial level has dropped it, and JT has obviously put his favorable way of doing it. Um, The only other person to invoke such things are um, his father in the 70s with the FLQ. Garfield's watching. Sorry, he's a guy, man. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let's go down the path for argument's sake. That it does pass. Okay. And this the entire basis of this, again, this conversation tonight is not to banter back and forth about this because it's fucking mind-numbing to me. I, I'm so sick of it. I don't give a shit anymore. <clears throat> I just want life to get back to normal like everybody else. What I was asked was if the military went in, which I don't see happening, so everybody's clear here. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm choking on my vape here. My <laughs> my hippie vape, as Daryl calls it. Have a sip of beer. I probably should. What does it look like? Um, so my assumption, and and, and Morgan, you're that you you got to have some ears to the ground. All right. Okay, and it's a fair assumption that the Dom Ops group at Four Can Div, and Daryl, you might know more about this. He's listening right now. Is doing con ops planning for shit like this, right? Of course they are. There's no fucking doubt in my mind that they're not. And that's all it is. But here's the thing that people need to know. There's there's a misconception that when the government calls in the military, and I said this last week or the week before, that they like roll in like a fucking Bruce Willis movie, one of his 28 movies he made this year. 
um, and take take over everything. That is not the reality of how it works. <laughs> yeah, the military will only come in after developing and evolving a plan that that the civil authorities a develop and lead, and they will support those operations within the within the constraints of the basically of what the NDA allows legally and what the uh, this emergencies act that nobody really knows a lot about allows them to do. They're not coming yeah. in with fucking riot batons and you know yeah. it's not like a bunch of pipe haters are gonna come in and just start smashing guys and throwing them in the back of labs and hauling them out. That's Is not that what's what happening. GT wants probably well, that's the last thing he wants because that then the then the uh, the all the super right wins because they'll tell the world that it took yeah. it took violence of action for the military to stop this and and they'll yeah. say they'll use that to say he is truly Fidel Castro's son I love the running joke I think somebody that. should somebody should swab his mouth in his inner circle or grab yeah. a cup we're going to have another show about that because I have a different theory that disproves the latest theory that says he's not. And it involves a gangbang, but we'll leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I like where your head's at, though, Chris. I, you're, 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 I think you're onto something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, I hope we don't get shut down for that. Fuck. But anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. So, going back to that, I, I would, I, I really don't know what the fucking military would do until the local civil authorities, starting with the RCMP who now have, I would suggest OpCon under the emergency uh, services, emergencies act, whatever you want to call it. It starts with them. It doesn't, it does not go all the way to the military. So the RCMP would, would roll in under this act. Should it pass uh, rally the OPP rally uh, Ottawa police service? Is the, say, there okay, is no RCMP in, Ottawa, in Ontario, is there? Yeah, there's still yeah, there a division there. They just don't have contracts to do uh, policing in, in different civil areas. policing. Oh, right? okay, still, okay. Fucking I didn't Ottawa. know there was. Yeah, I didn't 100%. know there was a major presence. I wouldn't call uh, other it major than like presence, D and D. But it definitely has a presence, but yeah. it's irrelevant. They can bring in RCMP assets from Quebec, New uh, fucking Manitoba, New Brunswick, whatever, right? <laughs> To oversee this and RCMP headquarters to manage this thing, yeah. um, we're not quite calling out JTF two yet. So no, there'd be no need for it. You just need like, brigade this is level. Why, before we get into what it would look like, let's talk about the reality of it happening. It's not going to happen. This thing will be fucking done because the RCMP needs to come in, work with the local authorities, which would be the OPP, Ottawa Police Service, and any regional police that have been drawn in. And formulate a fucking plan where they manage the problem yeah. at the lowest level, solve the problem at the lowest level. Some of you may have heard that term before, and solve the fucking problem. That's Absolutely. that's more practically. And if even if this thing went on long enough, I could only see pragmatically a Canadian Armed Forces response being uh, logistics in in, in in an effort to yeah. uh, contain the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Deploy an already, already tired. Can I, and then uh, we're going to get into how I would fucking do it and how you guys would do it if it was so, a military let off. Ju just as a, a bit of food for thought, I don't remember just just before COVID, just before the world, world fell apart there in like 
you know, that, that January, February uh, 2020 time frame was 20, yeah, 2020. Do you remember there were a lot of the uh, the the uh, uh, the rails the the rail lines were, were being blockaded? Yeah, the rail lines rail lines being blockaded. They actually like burned sections of railway. They yeah. you know they were barricaded. I mean that was that's a safety issue on those on those uh, those uh, on those rails. I mean yeah, uh, farmers in trade. Quebec. Yeah, far- farmers in Quebec uh, couldn't get propane. I mean, things were really going to shit. And that went on for six weeks. And I'm not saying one's worse than the other, but the, the Emergency Measures Act was never even uttered. In hey, listen, you don't want uh, the monopoly. A footprint that went in there as well to dismantle and that was a huge, what was going that was a on. Huge, that was a huge footprint, though, like from coast to coast. There were, the, the rails were blocked everywhere. I mean, things yeah. were, were getting turned upside down. I'd say ju- just as bad as they are now with regards to a supply chain issue. And, and and that's, why, that's, why, that's why, Morgan, that was the biggest failure of, of, of sales for the new version of Monopoly that came out because you couldn't get a railroad. They were all blocked. You had to start <laughs> short line in Pennsylvania. It was, it was terrible. Oh, uh, no, you're, you're right. <laughs> I guess I'm just at like every, anybody that's listening and, and anything like that is like, so we're, we're about three weeks into a, uh, you know, uh, an occupation. And I, and I, well, I'm not even going to call it that, but three weeks into a protest in Ottawa and some border blockades. Well, what do we got? Manitoba, Coots, uh, and the, uh, the ambassador bridge. And I, so four areas as opposed to rail lines everywhere. Yeah. And like I said, they set these things on fire six weeks, six weeks. And the only thing that shut it down was COVID, realistically. It wasn't well, even let's uh, be honest. Let's be honest. Well, it's about, but the emer- it's about but your- emergency measures were never, ever even tabled. Ever. It's about no, fucking there's, visibility. They're there's isolated no- areas as well, though. Ro- railroads, are, there's only so many that can be covered. Where this place, it's it's every single vehicle that could be coming in and out could be part of this rally. But this is also about visibility, gentlemen. You need to understand that when the world stage is looking at this and it's driving more versions thereof, look at Paris, France. Absolutely. All these yeah. fucking French truckers are rolling in. You guess how they handle that? They send in pipe hitters with riot batons and solve the fucking problem. Yeah, but that's the, in, 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 in a democracy. That's not a that's not a wise thing to do in a democracy. I don't think if you're if you're you know Xi Jinping and it's it's red China, then yeah, send in pipe hitters. Yeah, you can right? go full Tiananmen Square if you want, but that's not us, and it's certainly not yeah. their fucking prime minister does not have the fortitude yeah. to, to respond. But he's getting pressure from our southern neighbors. When you look at the at the fucking trade routes like that bridge, which is owned by some civvy in Windsor, yeah. and but is. Are they getting that much pressure, or is it just the fact that there's just another minority? I don't know because I don't, I don't, I don't trust anything I read in the fucking media. No, No. exactly, and you can't trust nobody because even Fox News showed up in Ottawa, dressed like some 1980s snow bunny. If anybody didn't see her, I mean, goodness. Yeah, like you're gonna trust Theron Fleury? Oh man, his exaggeration on numbers was unbelievable. He was telling people with all over the place, quoted on CNN as to saying that there was 1.5 million people driving to Ottawa. Like, come on. We saw official numbers coming from all sorts of different police, and it was it was in thousands, maybe, but it wasn't 1.5 million. And that's just it was more, inflating things to the world. It was more than thousands. We're probably ta- we're probably talking like tens of thousands realistically there, Bryce. There was more than that. There was more than, uh, there were definitely more than ten thousand people there, right? Sure. I mean, At the same you, time, they're gonna they're gonna break down those numbers, um, and they're gonna ask for who's actually spent the money, and it's gonna the, the cost of it's gonna be more paying those hotels and the you know the stuff on ground there than actual vehicle presence. 
I mean, at the same time, if there's that much of a shortage across Canada and there's that many truckers that are present in Ottawa, you'd think our chain, our, our supply chain would be grinding to a halt right now, where in fact, the real hardworking truckers that have always supported this are 90% vaccinated. And the ones that aren't are usually employed in smaller jobs around their areas. This is coming from like major CEOs. Yeah. There's there's no reason that this is not just a small amount of people. Okay. At the same time, I'm losing interest in this fucking conversation. Because <laughs> for two back to back, back to military response. You want to hit that? Let's talk about how fucking army guys deal with this shit. Um, because sure. I'm driving back to uh, Buddy's question. I, I I apologize if he's listening or watching this on Twitter. He had a great question. He goes, like, how do you think it would be handled? Words to that effect. I'm going to go first. So here's how, in my experience, or that's all it is, from 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 previous deployments where you know we actually did riot training, which was not Afghanistan. Yeah. That was handled very differently. Yeah. Um, one of the first things we did, this is going back to 1992, put your fucking helmet on. Um, it was riot training for Cyprus, but that's irrelevant. I'm just going to give you my opinion on how I would do it as a military-minded guy. The first thing I would do, I'm going to break this down into fucking phases so you can all understand it. <laughs> as right? per Chris, do it. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Squad one. Squad one, right? Okay, it's containment. Proper okay. containment. Containment. Okay, squad two. Well, hang on. So there's no more hot tubs, bouncy castles, barbecues, skip the dishes. Uh, you can't impede, though. You cannot impede human rights. This is true. Now that he has that, now that he has that war act, the War Measures Act, oh, whatever no, you want to politically okay. call it, you can go in there and take Everything well, I'm talking I, about assumes that the Emergency Measures Act are in place. But okay? the emergency, hey, Chris, just for hey, a, he's got seven uh, days. Point, point to note, though, because the War Measures Act was changed, emergency measures, a bunch of things were changed by the by the Mulroney Conservatives. One of them was that the Emergency Measures Act is still subservient to the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Okay, can I finish? Are you done? Yeah, yeah. Are you done being the fucking barrack room lawyer? Fucking okay. nerd. I will <laughs> let, we will let shit out one way in the yeah. interest of their safety, but okay, nothing so comes in. Oh, and here's a fucking here's a tip for the Ottawa civil authorities. Maybe check the transport trucks for bouncy castles. And fucking hot tubs. <laughs> no, you got to check that anonymous U-Haul uh, driver. That don't keeps checking allow, in and out. Uh, don't Ooh. allow the trailer on a tractor trailer in. Cut that shit off by having an outer perimeter. So containment, as you know, yep. is a tiered thing. There's Absolutely. an outer containment, mid-level, because you can yep. circumnavigate shit, inner containment. I'll yep. get to your fucking questions later, my lovely viewers. <laughs> I'm on a fucking roll here, okay? Squad two. It's my moment. And in fact, I'm going full screen. Contain the problem. Legitimately contain it. So once you've contained it, you're going to attack C2, C3, command control and communications. How are you going to do that? First of all, there's technology out there available to law enforcement that allows to jam cell phones. Because, okay, so let me caveat this with this. We, we're not going to go in and, with pipe hitters and smash these guys. That is just not going to be politically fa favorable for the government. The military doesn't want to do that. That's the last thing we want to do. 
at, at the end of the day, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms allow these guys to protest. However, if I can't break your body, I will break your fucking mind and will to go on. How do you do that? Break down the communications network. Luckily, that's a double-edged sword in favor. If Billy Bob can't text his wife, who happens to be his cousin, then because his phone doesn't work, he gets upset and stressed out. If you cut off the communications, you're going to disrupt the control network. There are military guys, ex-military, ex-police, security experts, according to media, embedded within this group. I believe that because their logistical control and the way they've been running this thing, these are, they're having fucking parties, man. They are no, in no way, shape, or form going without right now because there's no containment. So what do you do? You infiltrate it. We have people that are very, very good at that. Infiltrate it. You do recce, which is reconnaissance or surveillance for you civilians listening. Find out who the leadership guys are. Find out how the com command and control of the communications network works. Figure out the logistical supply line. Report back. Develop a plan to disrupt that. If you've contained the supply line and the logistical flow in or out is happening, you will break their will. Then start removing leadership strategically. The, the biggest thing that these guys have going for them is that they are united. Okay. There's actual a structure of leadership within it. There has to be for them to be that, that united. They're not a fucking gaggle of people. They are united. You need to identify. This is one of the things that you do in typical riot control is find out who the fucking asshole with the bullhorn in the back is. Take him out. I don't mean kill him. We can't do that here. But snatch and grab ops, we got guys for that too. Go in, dark, find them, get them. That's what Recky provides you with that in. You get them the fuck out of there. And the minute you start breaking that down, now we have a piece called what's in the Canadian Forces called PSYOP, Psychological Operations. We can use disinformation to our advantage. We can, we can absolutely spread inf disinformation within the masses. To, to further break their will, say that their leadership's abandoning them, they're all going home, that guy's being detained, it's going to take me 24 hours to break the will of fucking five to ten guys and say, hey, just get out of here, you made your point. Uh, say that the government is giving in to your, your demands, they're loosening restrictions, whatever that may be. So there's a PSYOPs component to this. All right, so that's kind of my, my first few phases of how I would do this. I'm curious to know what you guys think about that shit. Wow, dead silence. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go. I'll go first. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, what, what you said is I correct. My, it, my yeah. own. Uh, I guess my, my only question, and it's probably an unknown for all of us, is is and obviously then you got the Emergency Measures Act on top of it, and it's never been implemented before, so nobody, probably even in government, is an expert on on this act. So, what as as Canadian Armed Forces are we actually allowed to do on Canadian soil? Because I know, like as a as a as a sniper. People think like, oh, aid to civil power. Like, in order for like a, a Canadian Army sniper to be employed like within Canada, it, it, it takes like like no, nothing short of an act of God. Like, no, I get that, but I didn't mention know. anything kinetic. No, 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 not no. I'm, I'm just saying, just but so, but what are we allowed to and not allowed to do? So I'm not even, I'm not even totally, totally sure with regards to like uh, psychological. Like psyops and things like that. I think that's been ongoing. I mean, 
through through the mainstream media. I think they really definitely, I mean, if you look at any mainstream media, they're trying to paint these truckers and, and, and these protesters like they're absolutely, you know, a bunch of right-wing crazies. Uh, and they're really trying to push that narrative hard. So I really think they are, yeah. are already trying yeah. to demoralize them. The funny and part about it wrong. is... I just, I just painted that, you like Chris Louis' perfect fucking world of how I would do something, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> so there's, I guess, uh, there's ROEs and there's, like, again, yeah, civil yeah. authorities have to come up with the op plan. Yeah. Um, so I'm just telling you how I would do it if I had the yeah. broadband left and right of arc to go do it, and in no way, shape, or form did I mention anything kinetic. No, no, and I'm not talking about anything kinetic, but even not even non-kinetic, like like if we had to do like riot control or stuff, like I, I'm not I'm not sure like what what exactly like our ROE would look like. Um, that uh, being said, like I, I agree I do agree with what you said. I I I would you know with my army brain I'd tackle it the same way you did. And that's it, army brain. Yeah. You know, you're you're right. Because brain, we don't know. I don't I, I don't want to do any of this fucking shit. Like I no, don't want to see it at the same as, time. As a military no. guy, the last thing I want to do is get is have to go in and deal with a failed problem that, yeah. that the, the local authority so, couldn't handle. That's so, like, just, we like, we should be man. looking at the civil You don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. We should look at the civil authorities, the police officers, the how many levels uh uh, Mr. Hopper was fucking was saying uh, offload delay. The host there was saying that there My was and Brad. Yeah, Brad. Sorry, not yeah. Uh, he was saying that there's multi levels of police forces that we could be pulling in, and all of them have professional riot squads or training thereof. There should yeah, be no where reason. The are these guys? They're they're probably just waiting for the approval to go in and do it. But at the same time, what are you going to do? Walk up to a truck with fifteen guys and push it out of its way with with batons and 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 got and you know and that and what's going to happen then? You're just going to have a bunch of angry people against a police force that probably doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Their own their own upper management literally just either fired or 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 walked away. I I'm not certain on the whole story in itself, but I've seen. I've seen several articles on both ways, um, as well as going into the comments. It's the same thing. Some of the people that are involved, like Pat King, are now actually moving on to other uh, demonstrations and organizations. Um, I watched a video on Twitter on his opinion, and he's actually going back to New Brunswick. Um, a, he's going to go visit his family, and two, there's something else that he wants to document. He wants to get press involved with what's going on with the fisheries and the demonstrations that are going on in New Brunswick. Uh, and he's also invited, um, if you if you tune into his Twitter, he's invited everybody to not go and demonstrate at his house, but then he drops his address because he fucking dares them, is what he says. So, <laughs> end quote. So, I mean, at the same time, it, it's the loudmouths like that, that were once part of this, that brought that brought in the majority of the group are now leaving because they see that it's time for it to end. Yeah. Maybe there's other things that are going on, the talks thereof. I mean, all of their financials are being frozen for whatever reason, either on the Christian side of things or the GoFundMe side of things. There's, there's things in play that there's obviously we're not seeing and hearing. And where there's only so many sources that people like us who are not on the ground can fill our brain with so much of it. And then you're starting to be a conspiracy theorist, or you're starting to yeah. believe in one side of the wing or the other from that. And then at that time, you're just becoming a, you know, what are we doing at that point? Barking around so, social media, right? Yeah. So Chris, like, like back to like what you were saying earlier, just about like what what could the military do? And just, I mean, the government, and they've done it time and time again. They're just, you know, emergency measures act, but no plan. So unfortunately for them, 
the army are actually pretty good at planning. So, no, the and, the, and, the, and, like I, the and I am I am like I said before, I'm 100% confident there's con ops, but yeah. you're limited to yeah. what's the fucking what do you yeah. want us to do? But what do you want the military exactly. to do? Exactly, because the army is going to look at the government and be like, okay, what do you need us to do? And they're going to be, ah. Uh... Yeah, so, they don't, do they I, have I, a I, contingency I, plan at all? I Some don't emergency think so. So contingency I, I, plan. Yeah, and like I, and I, and I've seen you can't tell me that there is a okay, federal so. government sitting there that don't that doesn't have any kind of well, that's just it. emergency like, plan you, for this kind of stuff to go on. That the government, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing a, a dean, that the government yeah. never had a plan. For That's ridiculous. For this, you cannot tell me that there hasn't been a civil really? disobedience no plan. plan. Come on. So if the Ford government the has army, been in charge for that want? long, come when on. When it comes to the military, it's do you want flying kitchens or flying bullets? You need to fucking tell me because they yeah. don't know. Yeah. So, well, what do you anyways, think? Are we going to bring but, in heavy equipment and push these trucks out of the way? Is that really well, how it's so going to Bryce, matter? you're the MSE op. Let's say it's a logistical uh, bit. Yeah. How do you yeah. see? How would you tackle that as a former trucker to remove all that shit out of there when it runs out of gas or the batteries die? Because we've super oh, easy. Oh, my plan! We've contained it and cut off the yeah. supply chain. And now there is none, but now they have to move and get out of their way. Well, there's one. There's the Dart team out of Petawawa, um, and they're an emergency response team, uh, and it comes with logistics as well as pointy end guys like yourself that would go out and do their thing. Um, you could respond with something like I'm that. I'm not going. You could, <laughs> you could, you could, you could tag into two service battalion out of Petawawa. Uh, I I deployed with uh, their uh, NSE bunch of troops uh, in 2008, 2009, and yep. there's some some very dialed in people there. You know, I haven't seen. 90% of them in, in a long time. However, um, I would imagine the, the current training is no different than what it's been for. We'd send out refuelers. Um, we've got enough uh, heavy refuelers that, you know, the Air Forces are just around the corner, um, both Ottawa and Trenton. You could send in uh, refuelers up to 36,000 liters. I think there's availabilities. There might be more now. Um, you could have strategic fueling points where it, it wouldn't even bother um, any local uh, civilian gas stations. You could have, you could have the MPs directing traffic because you know, that's they're hundred percent really good at doing that. Um, and otherwise I don't really see any pipe hitters or, 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 or infantry or any of that kind of stuff. Maybe engineers, if there's a bridge that needs to be built yeah. or something like that, but you don't no. need, you don't need anybody trained in that kind of stuff. I no. mean, we bring in the civil, the civil police, you let them deal with their riot issues. And if there's that kind of thing, and if it comes to that, where they fail on a multi-level tier, you bring in the RCMP and they have all of that. And then maybe if the RCMP tend to drop the ball, I'm not saying they do, you then bring in the military. I can't but it's wait. The last I cannot thing. wait to, to get the fucking the AAR on this, which is after action. Oh report. God, what a shit show um, that would which, be. Which which is actually part of the part of the Emergency Measures Act when it's all said and done. They actually have the AAR. They have in, to do in, an in, AAR. So yeah, and, and have, they have to present it to the public. Dying. Yes. So no, I, they I wouldn't wanna, I want to read that document because I want to wrap this up because we could talk about the shit all night and I want to bring James on. Um yeah. at the end of the day. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll leave you with fucking three points. First of all, 
I don't honestly believe there's there's a balance of fucking guilt on on our shitty ass prime minister who I hate because he I think he needed to wait until the civil authorities fucking figured it out, which they didn't. So now he's behind the ball and he panics. Here's where he falls down. Has still has no plan and says emergency emergencies act whatever the fuck that actually means we still don't know grabs power and right now so now you you you've you've given broader power to to the uh to the federal government to make yeah. shit happen but and there's no fucking plan so hey, hey hey chris so like like you said like trudeau he needed he needed to let the civil authorities figure out what was going on he needed to let the provinces the cities figure everything out yeah. Uh, you know, so he, you know, he actually had, you know, a bit of, you know, a, a bit of time to kind of figure this out. And I guess kind of where I'm going with it is like, well, that's where the fuck was his con op? You're not wrong, man. Exactly. No, exactly. But, but see, the thing is, he didn't figure out his con op because he was playing hide fucking seek. He wasn't even present. I, I don't disagree with that. You're, you are absolutely correct. Like, yeah, there's you something have, else. You have to assume, going on. you have to assume if, the, the local, the, the provincial government and local authorities in the area, in this case, Ottawa, fail, what are we going to do? He should have been from day one, and he, he probably fell behind in that. And if, yeah, because he, he did, because he wasn't even present. Of course he fell behind. He wasn't he wasn't at work. <laughs> oh, hey, he, he I don't think anybody's really been done for Ask Mike. Parliament for a while, though. They've been working. At least, at least Doug... Hey, Doug we can sit around and make fun of Doug Ford, but in Doug Ford's defense, at least he was at work. No, he was skidooing, buddy. Nah, oh, he was what? also yeah. out shoveling with many shovels and helping people. Anyway, stage I'm not, I'm not okay, turning well, this. Listen, stop it. We're not turning this into that, okay? <laughs> All right. I, I hope this satisfies some of the questions that people have asked. Um yeah, there's peaceful ways to do this. To, to move on, there's another topic that's <laughs> coming up, and I have a special guest I want to bring on. Um, so I'm going to completely fucking shift the conversation now. We beat this shit to death. And there, there'll be, I promise you, we can talk about it again in a week because it's not done yet. Um, <clears throat> come on in, Jimmy. Ladies and gentlemen from 95.7 Cruise FM, the locker room. Also from the Jedi Jimmy podcast. Also from the James, James P. White, White experience. Here, I got his full uh, bio here. Here, we'll get you Radio fucking in. Podcaster. Here's Maelstrom. my man, uh, Mr. Wrestling James P. personality. White. Right? So, Ex-pro basketball player. I he's going to talk to you now. guys. Yeah, it's quite the resume. Absolutely. I actually was... I, I did actually get paid to play basketball. It was for the Canadian half pints. We were a little, we were a little person's basketball team. We traveled across Canada. We talked to uh, kids, adults, and teachers about uh, bullying, as well as doing like comedy basketball. Like we did trick shots, all kinds of stuff, dressed in weird outfits. Wild. But you were the Tabor Globetrotters. Uh, except if they originated in Ontario, picked in Ontario, which is near Kingston. Um, so, do you want to explain to everybody uh, twenty three Feb what it's about, and then okay, we'll, so, we'll, get, we'll so, get interactive with everybody. So, our pink shirt day is uh, February twenty three. It's uh, it's going to be on the Dean Blondell Network. I have some great people on with me, uh, like two acts. Uh, 
Olympians. We, I have Jesse uh, Jesse Lumsden, a Mercedes Nickel, and I can never say her name right. I'm move over a bit. Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm not moving. Yeah, you're fucking uh, up my background. Well, there you go. Messing up your background. So okay. we can edit that out. Okay, and. Uh, uh, Kelly F uh, Kelly Florido, and and Kelly is is a uh, a local a person who lives here in Edmonton, and she was burned over, I think it was seventy five percent of her body, at uh, by at the age of two, and she dealt with horrendic horrendous bullying and all that kind of stuff, and. And I'm actually humbled being around these people because, you know, I went through, through some horrible shit growing up. But I could just imagine, like, and we have, like, two Olympians who, like, with, uh, Wow, I'm so messed up right now. Not even dr just drunk, just. I'm not even going by my notes. Um, see, being bullied or going through struggles in our life, you have a number of different ways you can go. You, you can... Um, Distance yourself from the world. You you can give up, or you can retaliate. And I grew up in a small town where someone actually retaliated, uh, and it was just after I. It was in my my old high school uh, with the Tabor shooting that happened just after Columbine. And some of the stuff I'm going to tell you guys is not something I say to young kids because this shit's scary. Like, even myself, I was... I was beat up to the point of being put in the hospital. And the last... So, I'm not going to get into that, but but the thing is, is with the with our pink shirt day thing, is we've all gone through stuff. We've but guess what, people? I'm still fucking here. I pushed through. I had help. I knew where to look, and why I do this is I wish. People like me, like like all the people that are joining me on this on this event were around and helping me like we are helping like like we I don't know if I'm saying it right because I'm pretty sure I'm like eight beers in um or more. You're doing great. But 
but you know what I, you know what I'm saying like the whole purpose of this event is to give people three things one stop bullying two you can make it through this shit and who gives a fuck what people think about you once you get around like that's what turned me around is you have to love you first and you have people that can uh, that can support you if it's your teachers if it's your friends if it's your family you have people that can support you and that's what the whole purpose of this event is and I don't know what else to say other than if you want a sober version of this, go to uh, 957cruisefm.ca and you can check it out. I won't be drinking at that time and I won't even be hung over either. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, the rest of you guys on this thing, uh, do you want clarification or whatever? Oh, you've been great, dude. It's great explaining it. Absolutely. And I, I agree with you. How bullying can be something that can go on a, on a very large spectrum if it's not looked after, for sure. Um, I myself struggled from bullying as a kid as well. Um, some short little skinny guy uh, with big glasses growing up. And my dad was a local cop everywhere we went. He was uh, the local RCMP um, so I got to learn, just like Jimmy, how to fight um, and how to survive at the same time. Uh, beat up several times myself, uh, hung over the side of a ferry boat by my ankles uh, by some very angry people um, on Quadra Island. Um, but yeah, going with all the comments, we do need to add Survivor and Warrior to Jimmy's on-screen titles because he's done full circle now where he can now help others go through such a traumatic event as bullying can be. Uh, it's definitely something that'll attack your, not only physical, the physical side of bullying, but it'll also attack your mental state as well. Some people will actually start to believe in it. It's hard stuff. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I can tell you right now that uh, I, I grew up up until I joined the army getting getting bullied um small kid coke bottle glasses getting fucking tuned up made fun of um my life changed when i joined the military and but you need to put up with that shit that was in a different time frame 70s and 80s <laughs> most of the listeners might not remember those times kids have kids kids these days have different uh challenges with cyber bullying um because we just live in that space in this day and age and I, I know we have an adult audience tonight, and we'll let Morgan speak as well. Because I, I doubt he got bullied, but maybe, maybe <laughs> fucking he didn't. But anyways, the, for parents out there, you know, if you, if you have kids, keep watch the signs. It, and it's challenging because everything's so much different now, and everything moves at the speed of light. Uh, but tune in, 23 February. What time is that at? Uh, uh, 11 Alberta time, so Mountain Standard. 11 Mountain Standard time, and that's on 
on uh, Dean Blundell on, Network on, on Dean Blundell's podcast, and and you can go to ninety five seven cruisefm.ca to uh, sign up. And uh, there's 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 workshop type stuff. Go go to ninety five seven cruisefm.ca. See what's available. Tune in to do one deanblundell.com eleven p.m. or sorry eleven a.m. not eleven p.m. eleven <laughs> Mountain Standard Time, and you can uh, to hear all about it. Morgan, you got anything to add to any of this? Or you were the bully, so you don't want to say fuck all. No, no he's. <laughs> I think you're muted, his, bro. No, his his oh, his okay, brother yeah, is working. Yeah, no, I was yeah I was trying to be quiet there the whole time because I didn't have that much to contribute. But I, like I was saying, no, I wasn't I wasn't bullied as a child. I didn't bully anybody. I was just I just kind of. Did you join the army to go fucking kill bullies at long distances? No, I actually I had no no intent to become a sniper. That's just one of those things, right place, right time, and it kind of worked out for me. But. uh no, I uh, no, I, I, I wasn't bullied. Uh, it's kind of the only experience I had with bullies was my my uh, my boy got bullied when I think he was like grade one. Okay, and he's a fairly and he's a fairly like uh, uh, he he he's a, a very kind young fellow. You know, he's he, he's a nice guy, like, and uh, like we don't obviously tolerate bullying in my house, and. Uh, so he, he came home and we're trying to play ball with the school and we're like, yeah, you know, he's being bullied. A couple of kids in grade three are bullying him. And the teachers are like, well, if we don't see it happening, there's nothing we can do. So it went on for like a little while, right? Yeah. So, so finally, I, I told him, I was like, listen, man, I was like, if, if, if this happens, I was like, grab him by the shirt collar, pop him in the mouth. He's like, but there's two of them. I was like, punch both of them. Fuck them. And uh, yeah. anyway, then I get, I get a call. I got to come down to the school. <laughs> you're proud dad like, moment. So, they're, they're like your son just you know he beat up two kids and so he's going to be uh uh he's he's getting sent home he's going to be like suspended and i said no he's not so then i turned into the bully and i looked at the principal and the teacher i was like no he's not i was like he's coming to school tomorrow i was like you had your opportunity to deal with this we brought this to your failed. attention and you failed you chose not to i said now it's my problem i was like, and i dealt with it I was like, think about it. I was like, what grade one student in the right mind? I was like, it's going to go try to beat shit out of two grade three students. I was like, so I was like, yeah. I don't care what you, I said. I don't care what you have to say. I was like, he'll be at school tomorrow. And they just sat there. I, 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 I eyeball fucked the shit out of every single person in that room. I stared right through him. I would have burned them all down. Absolutely. He went, he, he, he went to school the next day. And guess what? He was never bullied again. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I mean, it only takes I, a long time. And my, and, my, and my boy is not, he's not a big, he's not a big fella. He's a little guy. Yeah. And it's, it's, but I, 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 100%, experience. I, I 100% agree with that because they can't say, oh, he can't come to school for fucking defending himself. Yeah. Yep, but it, absolutely. It, 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 it is the, it is the world we live in. No, they, they, they don't like fighting at school and they don't like these things. And I, they I don't get, like confrontation no, at school. I've, say, done, I've gone through uh, the same know, thing in Morinville with my kids at a younger right. age too. Right, exactly. They don't have the emergencies act to fucking go hide, you know, to, to call in later on. Um, <laughs> yeah, pop ignore, smoke and ignore, go. Ignore the fucking problem until it's uh, a past point and then somebody retaliates and suddenly won't punish that kid because it's easy. Yeah, exactly. And that's the, that's okay, the easy man. target. So so I need I need to jump in and kind of give there's there's one part of the detail of my story that I don't normally say when I'm in elementary. I sometimes say in high school, but I never say in elementary because it's kind of graphic. Um, so when I was put in the hospital, I had this guy who used to bully me. I stood up to him didn't go well 
So he headbutted me in the chin, which he caught me in the face. And then he downward punched me in the back of the head. And I wasn't supposed to be involved in any physical, in any like gym or anything like that because I had a condition which was called hydrocephalus, which I was supposed to go in for surgery in, in uh, July. But they sped up the process with the fact that I got a knuckle punch in the back of the head. I couldn't see straight for three days. I got rushed to the hospital and I had to have this emergency surgery done. And my dad went to the school and talked to the principal. My dad was a plumber. And the guy's like, I wouldn't tell you how to do plumbing. And my dad's response was, but me doing plumbing didn't just about kill your kid. And I wasn't supposed to be like, because I was bullied so much, I wasn't supposed to be unsupervised around a large group of people. We had like us, like, again, this was in early nineties. The students had to walk to this track and field thing. And, but the teachers drove and I got beat up on the way there. Like I couldn't see for two days. Like I couldn't see straight. I was dizzy. I couldn't stand up. And I know there was, but, but I saw, I saw the principal, like, again, this is not something I say in schools because I don't want to show disrespect towards teachers or principals but I saw the principal three years later and he said to my current principal who I had a good relationship with because I was honest with him. He said to like the, the vice principal of, of my previous or the principal of my previous school, watch out for him. He's a troublemaker. The worst I did was people made fun of me. I, I fought back with words. They did something to me. I fought back with actions. And I was I'll I'll leave it I'll leave it at this because you're getting passionate, which is Sorry. good. It's okay. And I, I know there's there's people that disagree uh, on on these this this chat and and that's fine. They're friends of mine. It's okay. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. I'm going to park with this and we're going to close this thing out. Um all that is necessary for good for evil to triumph is that good men do nothing. Fucking there you go. So thank you guys for watching tonight. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you for everybody watching. We're gonna do this again next week. I know a lot of you guys want to jump off and watch Bonzi's fucking evolving shit show. So please do that. Special shout out to my sorry, I'm falling behind here. Fire for Fact Live, brought to you by DeanBlendell.com, sponsored by my main man, Positive Mike's Brewing, sponsored by Mr. Hooper Inc., and my favorite beef on the planet, Mr. Jeff Noni's Wagyu Beef. So hang in, check out Pink Friday, or Pink Friday, fuck, Pink Wednesday. We can edit that out later. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's pink February 23rd, Pink Shirt Day, pink shirt day which yeah, is I'm fucking Wednesday. it up.
Pink, pink shirt day, Wednesday, February 23rd, 11 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on DeanBlundell.com. You'll also hear about it if you tune in to 95.7 Cruise FM in Edmonton, Alberta. You can find that online if you're not from Edmonton and hear all about it. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Have a gooder, and we're out.